Welcome to Wonder and Welcome. Woo! A podcast conversation for parents. Yeah, about parenting and following Jesus. Yeah, so today we want to talk about receiving input. Yeah, this is like one of our favorite things in our culture that people love getting input from from people. But we're talking about not unsolicited comments on Facebook, which anyway, we're talking about intentionally seeking out input that will benefit you and your family. Yeah. Uh, so we, uh, the pastor of our church, Brian Mowry, he was talking one time about community in general. And uh, he made the point that there, there are three uh, levels of community or layers, types of community. Uh, there's, uh, the outer layer and, uh, these would be friends, people that you, uh, have fun with people that you receive encouragement from. Uh, then one layer in would be people that you can receive, uh, feedback from people who could ask you questions. Hey, why, why did you do that? Why did you say this? Why did you come off that way? And you could, you could receive those questions. I mean, any, anyone can ask us questions, but people whom you trust enough to, uh, be able to hear those kind of questions and, and consider them, take them seriously. Uh, and then the inner, the inner circle would be people who have veto power in your life. I feel like this is very uncommon in our Western individualistic culture. Uh, but we have a few people uh, that we trust, that we built up years of trust, had uh, gone through difficult situations with, uh, had difficult conversations with. Uh, we know they care about us, and uh, it's a it's a pretty short list. But if any of them uh, came to us in earnest and said, "Hey, don't do this. Don't make that decision." Don't head that direction. Don't say these things. Uh, even if we really wanted to go to that place or say those things or make that decision with our life, if if one of these dear friends said that, we would say, okay, we, we won't. Uh, they have veto power in our life. I think I've heard it called deputizing some people in your life. So having some deputies who are really friends who can help you discern and whether or not you really understand the full measure, you trust their heart for you. And I know I know that can kind of feel scary, uh, giving people that uh, door, that window into your life. Uh, but we, we found tremendous comfort and encouragement. Uh, we had... Uh, years ago, uh, we were going through, uh, a difficult season with one of our kids, kind of the twos age and working through obedience and, uh, uh, do you want me to tell the story? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So by way of example, uh, years ago, close friends of ours uh, had observed some things. We were in a particularly rough phase with one of our kids, kind of the, 18 month to two year old trying to figure out if they were understanding our instructions and um, just really 
not very sure. And our friends, the, the husband asked Seth if they could go to breakfast. So they went to breakfast and the friend brought up like how we were handling this, our interactions with this particular child. And Seth said, yeah, we're, we're kind of not sure how much they're tracking with us or they understand. And the friend was able to say they can totally understand your instructions and they're just disobeying and how you're responding is training them to disobey you. And it was like the light went on. I was like, Oh, okay. So from outside the situation, they could tell what we couldn't in the middle. And it was very, very helpful input. It's like this child is old enough to understand what you're saying and how we're responding is training them away. We don't want them to go. And we needed the help to see. Yeah. It was interesting too, because my friend was, uh, he was really nervous about offering this feedback, um, which <laughs> at first was kind of surprising to me because we'd been, we'd been friends for, uh, over a decade at this point. Um, he, he'd seen me at, uh, some of my best and worst moments. Uh, we'd been roommates for a bit, uh, through college and, um, but he was still very cautious, very, Hey, uh, you know, I've observed these things and is it okay if I, I share this with you? I was like, yeah, of course. And, um, and it was so helpful. It served us. It helped us. Um, it actually felt God sent because mm -hmm. we, we didn't just, we were struggling and we didn't know what to do. And someone was bold enough to ask, can I offer this? And it felt like, oh, this is God helping us parent right now. Yeah. And uh, it was interesting because later you were sharing, you were oh, telling yeah. someone else this story. Oh, yeah. My old roommate who lives out of state called and we were chatting and she has kids about the same age. And I said, oh, well, we just had this really helpful you know, situation. Our, this is what we're in and this is what our friend helped us see. And so now we're able to adjust and, and be confident in our parenting. And, and, and her comment to me was, I'm so jealous. She said, I don't have anyone in my life who loves me enough to help me see those things. And it struck me what a gift that is. What a, how that's wealth to have friends who will help us parent our kids. It's funny because I know sometimes when you're in, sometimes when you're in conversations like that and someone's pointing out um, a fault, a so uh, a blind spot, a weakness. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a gift. It feels like, um, it can feel like an attack. It can, uh, you, you begin to feel insecure or self-conscious. Or, yeah. All the defensiveness comes up like, oh, I'm already sleep deprived and I've already done this and da, 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 and you can miss the gift. Yeah. But to realize this is, this is really, this is a gift. We all need each other. We need community. And so I think for me, that conversation was pretty eye-opening hearing what your roommate said. Mm -hmm. Wow, this is, this is a gift. Yeah. This is a gift. Yeah. So seeking out input is something that we've continued to do. And, and it's not, like Seth said, there's those layers of friendships and trust that have been built. And we don't ask everybody for input on our parenting, but there are very specific people we know we have Friends, if they come and stay with us at the end of the time, we're going to ask them, like, hey, did you observe anything in our parenting? Um, did you observe anything in our household and how we're relating to each other that we could grow in? Because we we don't see those things. We Because we'll get in grooves of what's normal and things that are unhelpful or things that we're just missing. Um, 
so I can remember one specific time where someone had uh, this pointed out one of my kiddos and said, I think that they were really disappointed when we didn't get to go do that thing. And I had missed it. I just thought, oh, we're making a decision. And they had seen hurt and disappointment on my kid's face that I had missed. And so I was able to circle back to that kid and help them acknowledge and feel that. I remember, so we've been parents for uh, 13 years, going on 14 years now. And early on, uh, I believe when we were new parents, I was talking to a friend. He uh, had a few more kids than we did at that mm-hmm. point. And he said, uh, he said, think about it. How many parents do you know who are, who have kids that are grown up and you look at, you look at their family, you look at their kids and you think, man, they, they did it. Their kids are, their kids are doing well. Their kids are, uh, following Jesus are, you know, at some level of maturity, they still enjoy being together. And, uh, I remember thinking about that later and starting to count and it was a it was a small list and I realized um you know you can be the the most perfect parent and do all the right things and kids still um as they grow they have responsibility they have their own journey and they make decisions and so there's no there's no guarantees that mm-hmm. if we do all the right things we'll yeah. we'll get some result parenting is not a math formula yeah, and God doesn't owe us a certain outcome either. Um, yeah, but uh, but also just realizing there there's some wisdom to be gained. And I remember when I thought about several of those families, uh, thinking, I want to I want to spend time with them. I want to learn. I want to see what kind of people they are and uh, learn from how they've uh, learn from how they parent and learn from good things they've done and, and mistakes they made. And, um, and since then we've had huge privileges to, uh, spend time with a number of those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I th- think for those of you listening, you might think, ask yourself those questions too. Who's parenting. Have you admired who's completed the race or have raised their kids and you see positive things that they, that you would like to emulate and then make it a priority to get some time with them and to ask some questions and um, as able to invite their feedback into your own family and your own parenting. And and maybe also just take some time to think if you have people who know that they can ask you questions and do you have people in your life who would have veto power if they see certain things, can they interject? Can they jump in and say something hard and you receive it? Knowing that, that there's love and safety and security in that. And do they know that? Do they know they have that, that kind of trust in your relationship? We, um, it's not a particularly parenting thing, but just for our marriage, we have, um, two couples that uh, Shin and I have agreed uh, either one of us can call them and tell them anything. Uh, Don't, don't have to get permission. Don't have to give a heads up. Uh, You can call either one of those couples and uh, be honest about anything. Uh, The good, the bad, the ugly. 
And uh, that is, uh, it's, we've done it. <laughs> you've, you've called on me a couple times mm-hmm. and, uh, but it's been um, just to have that kind of safety um, is such a gift. And so um, again, you can't, you can't build that overnight. It takes time. It takes intentionality. It takes uh, awkward and difficult conversations. Uh, it takes forgiveness and uh, understanding. Um, but it's, but it's worth it. Uh, so don't, don't give up on that. Keep building those friendships and sewing into those friendships. And, um, if you don't give up on it, it's, it's gold. Along with that, as our kids have gotten older, our older kids know who they can call, who they know who are, our people that have veto power are, they know who those individuals are. And we've told them, if if dad and I aren't okay, the, the, here's someone you could call. Or if there's something going on that's not okay, you you can use my phone and call any of these safe people. And and I think it's also a security for them to know that it's like my parents aren't doing this isolated. There's um, there's others that I can talk to. I know they're talking to people. That there's a layer of safety and security, which I think ties back into the welcome theme of belonging and the security that part of being of belonging secure is knowing that you're safe and knowing that you're safe means knowing it's not just you people here in one house. It's the community and the relationships that form a foundation of safety. As we've talked to parents who are experienced down the road and asked for input one of the parents sets of parents that I admire the most are Seth's parents. And I just think they did a great job raising Seth and his brother. And I love their input, but something they will say repeatedly is when you're in with your children, err on the side of relationship, keeping the lines of communication open, valuing the relationship. So if you're going to go one way or another on the rules or the structure or the organization or the side of relational and grace, they said, go on the side of grace and relationship. So this brings us to our quote board quote from the Heim family family quote board. For those of you who've ever been in our house, you know that we have a dry erase board right by our dining room table. And anyone who's in our house who says something goofy or amusing could end up on the quote board. And once it's full, we take a picture and we keep all of those pictures. So we have a record of funny things said. So we thought we would end our podcast episodes by sharing a quote from our quote board. This one's from fall of 2020. Our second born said, I looked into the soul of your eyes. Wait, do eyes have souls? Thanks for joining us today. We hope this has been helpful, encouraging, uh, and we'd love to hear from hear from you. Uh, send us an email, and uh, if you have any have any questions, have any thoughts, uh, we'd love to hear. Uh, until next time, take care.